Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl, where we discuss all things concerning self-development and bettering our spirit, but from the homie perspective, somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, The Spiritual Homegirl, we are back with another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Now before we get started, you know I cannot do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank y'all for tapping in with your girl. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are in podcast land, you choose to leave me your ears once a week for about an hour or so. But in this case, every single day until the end of the month, and I hella appreciate that. For those that are new to the game and what we got going on right now, and it's not a game, but it's free game. I'm on a podcasting marathon for the entire month of January since last Saturday. So it'll be about 30, 31 days of straight podcasting every single day. And I'm super excited to talk about something different um, with every sunrise and every sunset. So with that being said, let's talk about what everyday hobbies have taught me about life. In this case, gardening. Now, before we get started, I do apologize in advance. Um, neighbors is moving and um, repairs are being made, so it's a lot of bumping and thumping and uh, noises that are going whirr in the background. So I do apologize, but regardless, rain, snow, sleet, hail, repairs, earthquakes, whatever, we're gonna podcast every day. I made a commitment, and if it's one thing that I love to be, it's a woman of my word. So, with that being said, gardening is one of my favorite things to do, period, in life. And I was always drawn to how awesome things are when they when you see it sprout. And I know I talked about gardening and flowers to a degree on episode what was that one nineteen or one eighteen about the uh, about the darkness, the beauty of darkness, the hidden beauty of darkness. And I, if you know me, like if you know me for a long time, it's not surprising that I would use a gardening reference because I love. The entire concept of what it is to garden. You literally have to make something grow and nurture it out of basic essentials. Dirt, water, and sunlight. And the moon, if you follow the almanac. I follow the almanac when I garden. So the moon too. And, and the almanac, I guess, if you go, you know, five things. But those are like bare essentials, right? I don't garden with lights. I don't use hydroponics, even though I am interested in them. But I've always liked the concept of just being one with the earth and getting your hands in the dirt and just growing and nurturing and checking on your little baby plants and then seeing them get older. And then you have to figure out what the problem is when something ain't right. And these plants, they can talk, but they don't talk virtually. Not virtually. I'm thinking thinking about the Internet. They cannot talk verbally. So you have to diagnose the problem. And it can be challenging when you're new to that concept. Now, luckily for a lot of us, gardening is innate to us on the strength of DNA. A lot of us come from farm folks, and a lot of us have that green thumb in us. We just kind of got to work through some of that city-fied living in order to get there. Some people say, oh, everything dies underneath my care. And I'm like, well, maybe it's an over-nurturing type of thing. And I think about it in, in life, like outside of gardening, and sometimes things do die because it's too much attention, too much nurturing, too much smothering, and it just doesn't it just doesn't work out. And then there's some of us that are not as nurturing as we want to be or like to be for some of us, and things don't work or manifest for us because we don't put enough effort or attention or thought into what it is that we're wanting to grow. So I always look at it as like plants 
I love it. Oh, I love it. We're beautiful flowers. Some of us are in so many different stages. And the thing about this journey is that we go through these stages over and over and over and over again. We have our times where we finna bloom or we're about to produce fruit. We have times where the, the, the plants are bare. We have times where our plants are leaning to the side a little bit. Our stems and leaves may be brown or, or some of us may, some, depending on the circumstances, we might be going through a whole period of death. And when I mean period of death, I mean from a not physical standpoint. Well, I mean, depending on what you're going through in life, it could be a threat to the life, uh, to the physical body. But I mean, in terms of a, a, a spiritual, energetic death or in rebirth where you have to go through that season and then it's time to sow something new. And in this case, it's our new self or the or the newest edition of ourselves. Like, I just love the concept of gardening and it teaches me patience. That's one thing I've had to learn on this lifetime a lot. Patience. And it's easier said than done when you're a person that manifests quickly. And for those that are able to bring things or call things to them very quickly, when you're in a period where it may not come quickly for whatever reason, because you know when it comes to manifesting, you really can't control nothing but yourself. You can't control the will of other people unless you want to deal with some consequences of doing that. But I, I think that for those that do manifest quickly, whether they're naturally talented, whether they're naturally connected, whatever it is. And when I mean connect, I don't mean just spiritually. I mean connected to other people that have the resources to get things cracking for them. I think that the concept of waiting is, is, is kind of hard for some people. Um, because they're kind of like, look, I got the, I got the want, like, what the fuck we waiting on? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, gardening has taught me that it doesn't happen when you want it to. It happens when it's time, and that time is based on the effort. Yes, but it's also a natural order of things that in which you just got to sit back and just in, enjoy the show. In the meantime, I like to tell this story, and I probably told this story before, which I won't get it again because I love it. I love telling it because it's one of my favorite feel-good carrot stories and gardening stories in general. So. The first time I had a garden about six years ago, my own like hardcore, like I'm going to grow me some shit type of garden. It was a plot. That plot number was three. For those that are interested in numerology, definitely check out the number three. So I named her my aunt. Yes, that my aunt. So I named her that. And I care for her as if she were my own child. I visited her every day. I didn't got uh, me and squirrels then got into it because the squirrels trying to be disrespectful, trying to take stuff in the garden. I done got bit on the forehead five, six times by mosquitoes, bit by a spider. That taught me a lesson too. I should probably do a episode about that because man, that was a lesson. Um, and I just really cared for this plot, and it gave me so many great vegetables and herbs, and it just was like it was just meant to be. Everything was perfect. I didn't have any issues out of um, out of this plot, but. I did have some carrots that just were not growing. That was a part of the first sowing that or sowing season that I did. It was right after my birthday. I uh, was still celebrating. I went to the garden and I was hungover a little bit. <laughs> and I, um, cause you know, I was celebrating my birthday. And I was sowing the seeds and it seemed like everything else was growing beautifully. Except for these damn carrots. And I said, maybe I did it out of season. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm going to give it a couple of more weeks for something to germinate and sprout for me. And if it doesn't, then I'm just going to take the ill on these carrots. And I'll just enjoy the rest of the fruits of the labor and of the garden. Four weeks go by. I don't see no seeds. A month go by. I charge to the game. 
I just started sewing other stuff in this place. But they was overground um, herbs. So I said, okay, I mean, the carrots ain't here, whatever. Um, I don't I don't see no tops, no nothing. So months go by. At this point, that was April when I first sold them seeds. So come around maybe December or so, if I remember correctly. You know, when you have to, at some point you have to clear everything that's out your garden. And then either you're going to leave it alone for the winter or you're going to sow winter stuff. The okra and the kale was growing well into January for some reason. Because okra likes sun and, and Georgia wasn't hot. It's not hot in the wintertime. So I was kind of surprised. And by that point, the okra plants were like five feet high. About as tall as me. My kale was growing like all the time. I was always harvesting. I couldn't harvest them things enough. So I decided to let those two rock. But I was going to clear out everything else. So I started digging around, you know, throwing, digging up the roots. Like I said in that previous episode, sometimes you got to dig the roots up and, you know what I'm saying, start anew. So that's what I was doing. I was digging up the roots, starting anew. And I got to the right side of my plot where I had initially planted those carrots. So I harvested the herbs that I had. And I said, okay, cool. So I pulled them up out the ground because I know that they're not going to survive the winter. And while trying to put my hand in the dirt to get the root system out and spreading the, you know, spread the dirt, you know, spread it and make sure the roots are gone. I felt something hard. And I said, what the hell? So I was like, I don't, what is this? So I, I start kind of scooping out the soil and I realized it's this thick ass carrot. And I'm like, <laughs> what <laughs> what what is going on here so i'm like oh wow these are the carrots from months ago that i forgot about or it's not even that i forgot about it i discarded the idea of them being fruitful and productive i slept on these carrots so i didn't think they were gonna they were gonna grow but while i was growing my herbs above ground them carrots was growing in the dirt like i said in that episode sometimes things be happening underneath the soil in the darkness and we just don't know so these carrots are growing and i'm and i'm digging and i and at the end of the day i think i had about seven or eight carrots and they were really really tasty oh my god they were so amazing i don't know if they were good because i grew them from seed or if it's because they were my second chance carrots, you know what I'm saying? Where it was like, yo, I thought my bad slept on you, but I appreciate it now. Sometimes things feel better and taste better, look better, smell better when you have a better appreciation for them, right? So that's my, I, I love that story because I really learned a lot. And the cold part is some of the things we think gonna grow based on how, how it's expected to grow, grows differently. So with these carrots, I was under the impression, because I'd never grown carrots before. I'd grown other stuff where I'd seen my grandparents grow other stuff. I had never seen carrots. So with the with the carrots, I was under the impression that the tops were going to push up. The tops will push up, and then you'll know that they're ready to come out as they push up. I don't know how deep I put them seeds in there, but they were already full grown and maybe an inch below the dirt. So even to the naked eye, I would not have seen them carrots coming. I wouldn't have. So... I was really, really blessed to have the lesson that I did about these carrots and about patience and about perception and about appreciation and about not being so quick to just write something off or chalk something up as a loss. Sometimes the wind be right there 
and we just don't know it yet. We'll just kind of do whatever little thoughts or put whatever thoughts in our head and say, okay, well, we done. We're going to charge that. It's not, it's not going to happen. You've already accepted defeat, and it ain't even happened yet. So with carrots and, and all the other um, lessons I learned from the garden, it's really taught me to, to uh, slow down. Appreciate where you are in the journey. Slow down. Appreciate where you're at. Take stock of what's going on. If something is lacking or slacking, double check and see what's really going on. It may not be a lack or a slack. It may just be a quick fix or a quick tune-up or a quick observation or a quick pivot that could really put us in the right direction. It continues to sow and reap and sow and reap and sow and reap. So, um, yeah, don't forget y'all. Child letter goes out every Monday through your email. It's free. You can sign up through my uh, site at spiritualhomegirl.shop. It's a pop-up. Or you can click the show notes and you can tap in with your girl. Also, my Patreon, tier start at $7. We're doing sun sign challenges every single month. So if you want to change your life every sun sign season, you can definitely do so. And we're changing it in incremental amounts, okay? We ain't doing nothing drastic around here. We realistic around here. You can definitely sign up at patreon.com forward slash spiritual homegirl. Don't forget to subscribe to the Spiritual Homegirl podcast and leave a review. I really like to get feedback and I'm actually about to finish going through the emails because I went through most of them. I just want to double check my email inbox to make sure that anybody that ever gave me any ideas when I asked for them in previous episodes, um, I want to make sure I didn't miss anybody because I would like to put those ideas into consideration in order to um, talk about them on the podcast marathon that we're doing for the end of the month or till the end of the month so that's tribe letter that's subscribing to the podcast that's my patreon spiritualhomegirl.shop if y'all want to shop with your girl um i'm working like i said it's it's a pivot everything is i like what i'm selling but when spirits tell you to move you got to move so i'm making adjustments behind the scenes so if y'all wanted something i'll go ahead and get it before it goes away and what else oh phone clubhouse social media i forgot <laughs> as much as i i don't like social media for those that do want to tap in with me on social media you can't find me on there and i have a love-hate relationship with social media and i think oh that might be tomorrow's episode oh man i love when i get ideas in the moment i'm gonna go through those emails but i want to talk about why i have this supposed love-hate relationship with social media but if you want to connect with me on there, you can definitely do so. Um, Twitter and Clubhouse, I'm Spirit Homegirl. Again, Spirit Homegirl on Clubhouse and Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I am Spirit Shoal Homegirl. Um, Make Peace of the Day, definitely follow that. That's my uh, other account that I do my thing on. For those that don't know, I'm a certified meditation teacher, certified community counselor, certified aromatherapy practitioner, currently in graduate school to become a licensed therapist. So my competencies come through with make peace with the day. You feel me? Passionate competency is something that's dear to my heart. So I like to kick how I do things through make peace with the day. And spiritual homegirl is the person that facilitates that, you know? So is that everything? I feel like I blew through that. Well, I think I did. Oh, um, no, I'll save that for later. I'll save that for later. But don't forget to tap in. Let me know what y'all thinking about this podcast and marathon. Um, I've been posting snippets of previous episodes on Instagram. If you would like to share those, definitely do so. My mission is to reach as many people as possible to encourage them and remind them of their personal power. Because in times like these, we all can use a reminder of how dope we actually are. Because sometimes society likes to remind us that we're not. I already talked about this yesterday, so I don't want to talk your ear off. But... This has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria. And remember, trust the journey and trust yourself. And don't give up on those carrots, y'all. Peace.